19 on the great WRKO. Jeff Cooner, Boston's bulldozer, 617-266-6868 is the number. Okay, this is from 202. Jeff, isn't it funny that the day Joe Biden gets caught, the very day, taking $10 million from Burisma, Biden's Attorney General Merrick Garland, Green lights this indictment of a former president. Yep. Yep. What a coincidence, huh? <laughs> boy, just, boy, so the way these things just work out, huh? <laughs> uh, this is another one uh, many of you have been sending me all morning. Uh, this is 781. Jeff, I believe in LGBTQ. Let's get Biden to quit. <laughs> you know, when you put it that way, I'm an LGBTQ guy myself all the way. 617-266-6868. Scott in Newton. Thanks for holding, Scott, and welcome. Good morning, Cooner Country. How are you, Jeff, Scott? Jeff, Jeff, how are you? Well, I mean, I'm a little depressed, but I'll get over it. You know, I mean, half of me is depressed, and the other half of me says, let's fight. Jeff, we have to fight, obviously. So what I'm what I'm proposing is a global movement. And uh, that global movement would start right here in Boston. It would be a rally. Uh, what I would call for is 10,000 people. And uh, it would be a 10K. It would be a rally for the first part, and then a 6.2 march to the Boston neighborhood. And uh, this, the visual that we would give would be the most watched video ever. It's something that uh, has never done been, been done before, and it has the feeling of, like a Woodstock, it would be a prideful march. And I'd be absolutely surprised if we only had 10,000 because I can't imagine anyone not coming to this through this audience because what it would be is a safe and you would be unrecognizable. And it's a very simple thing to do. And uh, it would be it would be incredible. It would be a spark that would unite this country. And, you know, I, I've looked at this. I had this thought five months ago, but the time wasn't right. The time is right. The time to free us and bring back this country is now. It's now or never. Uh, Scott, I'm with you. Uh, look, I I love this idea. I mean, if look, I, I got to be careful now because I mean the long knives are out for the Cooner man. So if someone organizes this, and we have some serious professional organizers, and you want me to speak, I will speak. If you're going to hold any rally or protest anywhere in Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Rhode Island, Maine. Anywhere within striking distance, I will speak. As I told Grace last night, 
Um, I don't want to get too much into the details. A lot of it was a private conversation, but we we have a residence in Canada, in Montreal, whereby, God forbid, if things get really, really bad, I've said she and the kids can go live there. Okay, It's nothing much. It's a little something bequeathed to her by her, her parents. And um, I said, look, if they take the house, let them take the house. If if they want to put me to jail, put me in jail. Uh, not, this regime is now capable of anything. I'm willing to go all the way now. Uh, to me, there's no question. I can see, I'm not stupid. I can read the writing on the wall. I can see where things are going in this country. So I will speak out. I will speak at rallies. I will speak at protests. I will be very visible. I will continue to speak out. I will not be intimidated. I will not be coward. I I, I will not be bullied. I I just I, unless you want to take me off the air and I'll go on I don't know I'll go on social media I'll go on the internet I'll go on Rumble I'll go I'll go wherever I got to go to keep the show going. So I'm just telling you that I know what's at stake. And I cannot look my children in the eyes. I can't look at my wife in the eyes. I can't look at my dying father in the eyes and just say, I'm going to sit back and allow this to happen. Now, to be fair, a lot of people say the Supreme Court is going to step in. I've heard that before. But they go, this indictment is so egregious and it's so absurd that they believe it will be appealed all the way to the Supreme Court and there's no way this thing will pass muster at the Supreme Court. So they're saying, Jeff, there are constitutional means, legal means. To me, maybe, I I don't put no trust or faith in the Supreme Court. I'm with Hawley. I think it's up to us. We're the last line of defense. But I've got to say this. Where the hell is Kevin McCarthy? Where is he? Where's Steve Scalise? Where's Mitch McConnell? Where's Mitt Romney? Where's Where are all the big mouth flappers now that always run in front of the cameras on this is CNN or MSNBC or Fox? How come they're not denouncing this to the high heavens? How come McCarthy right now today isn't putting a, a resolution to begin impeachment proceedings against Joe Biden? Why aren't they saying we're going to defund the Department of Justice? This will not be allowed to stand. Instead, gutless, yellow-livered cowards, every single one of them. I've, I've never seen, honestly, a more, a more pathetic bunch of losers in my entire life. I mean, ay ay ay, you're the Speaker of the House. You control the House of Representatives. And... And you're caving? And you're waving the white flag of surrender? You're silent as a church mouse? On the biggest issue facing our country? And the biggest issue in the world? Shame on you. on the great WRKO, Jeff Cooner, Boston's bulldozer. Okay, joining me now, as she always does at this time, the CEO, co-founder, president of Kelly Financial Services, 
Kelly, Kelly. Kelly, how are you? Good morning, Jeff. I am still in disbelief of what's going on in our country, but for now, let that go. This morning, let's talk about our social security number. I read an interesting article about this very topic recently in Financial Advisor magazine. There are people today who still carry their social security number in their wallet or purse Social security numbers were created in 1936 to help the government track earnings to see who qualified for certain social security benefits. With all the data breaches and identity theft today, it might be wise to keep it in a very safe place and be careful to whom you give this number to. It's acceptable if your employer, bank, or lender asks for it, but for everyone else, ask them why they want it and how long they'll store it for. For a free consultation with any of our financial advisors, do reach out or email us at kelly at kellyfinancial.org. Jeff, we have a very special show tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. on Safe Money Strategies Radio, commemorating our 20th anniversary of being in business in greater Boston. Do tune in. And Jeff, we will see you, Grace, and the kiddos this weekend. We are so excited. So are we, Kelly Kelly. And I want to officially congratulate you. Happy 20th anniversary. We are so proud of you, and we'll definitely see each other. Thank you. God bless you, Kelly. Take care. 617-266-6868 is the number. Okay, my friends. um, If the Biden Justice Department has its way, they want Trump to die in federal prison. It's obvious now. This... This is their goal. This is what they want. They don't want him just behind bars to get rid of him so he's not on the ballot and rig and steal the election again. They clearly now want him to die in prison behind bars. They don't want to just beat him, humiliate him. No, 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 no. They want to try to kill him. I think now there's no question. And so the question I have for you is, By this sham, outrageous indictment, did they just secure Trump the nomination for the Republican Party? And did they even maybe even hand him the presidency on a silver platter? Can Trump win in November 2024? Or is this now the fatal wound? 617-266-6868 is the number. Sandy in New Hampshire. Thanks for holding, Sandy, and welcome. Thank you very much, Jeff. I have made a call to one of the representatives up here from a neighboring town. He is very much pro-Trump, and he said he's not worried by what is going on. He's confident it will work out. My own thinking, after having watched the television last night, is very simply this. Mr. Biden should return to the status of Mr. Biden, not President Biden. And I have already called Jamie Raskin's office and voiced my disappointment in him to the staff member. And I finished by saying, I hope he will come out of his treatment 
whole and healthy. I didn't want to be too bitter. People up here, Jeff, in the Derry, Chester, Raymond area are very pro-Trump. I wear my red ball cap, and I'm always complimented on it, and people ask questions. And I tell you, Jeff, the fact that you are also willing to, to go right to the wall, please understand there are folks up here who are so enraged by the illegitimate president in the White House, they are very, very firmly pro-Trump. There are, are flags hanging from staffs on homes which are pro-Trump. This is definitely Trump country. And I tell you, I have every confidence that this, along with all the other BS that was thrown at President Trump, will just slide down. You know, Sandy, I, I get that same sense as well. I'm just, I've been, I've been inundated with emails and text messages throughout the entire show. And the sense I get, Sandy, is they've really awakened a sleeping giant. They made a big mistake. The brag indictment, there was real blowback. But this, I've never seen anything like it. I mean, they, they've really now lit a fire and they've opened everyone's eyes. Everybody now knows what's going on, and people are, you know, from that movie, we're mad as hell, and we're not going to take it anymore. So, um, okay, if they want to go to war, political war, and this is now political legal war, let's go to war. 617-266-6868. What they don't understand is that our army, our political army, is much bigger than theirs. So we'll see how all this plays out, but my sense is Trump is only going to get stronger and stronger and stronger, which means the regime is going to have to get more desperate and desperate and desperate. And I just want to play one more cut. This is Marjorie Taylor Greene. Now, I want you to think about this, okay? She basically, she basically said that the, the Burisma executive that spoke to this very credible FBI confidential human source, this confidential informant, who, by the way, according to the document, has been used by the FBI since 2010 for 13 years. And they've used this source in repeated investigations. In fact, they've given this source over $200,000 because the information has been so good. Well, this source spoke to a senior, apparently a very high-ranking Burisma executive. It's clearly Zlachevsky, Mikola Zlachevsky, who's the top oligarch in Ukraine. As I said, he has financed all of Zelensky, Zelensky's campaign. He's the key power broker behind Zelensky in Ukraine. Listen to her detail what's in the document. I mean, it's unbelievable. Roll cut to a Mike. Sorry, Alex. What I'm upset about, though, is the FBI uh, doesn't think the American people are worthy of this unclassified information. I certainly do. I think the American people deserve to see it and know every single bit of it. That's why 
when I left this gift, I made all my notes on, on this piece of paper here so that I could explain everything to the American people. Oh, my people. bad. Alex, that was my bad. I'm sorry. I, ca- I called the wrong cut. 2E. Forgive me. Play 2E. Donor Burisma said that Hunter was stupid and that his other business partner was smart. He also said that he paid $5 million to one Biden and he paid $5 million to another Biden. And it was all a bribery to get Shokin fired and end the investigation into Burisma. I mean, it's incredible. How much time left, Alex? Okay, here's 2F. They even says, oh, no, no, we've budgeted. We budgeted to bribe the Bidens. It's okay. He also told the informant this is common practice in Russia and Ukraine. It's common practice. It's part of business there. That's how their culture works, that they will pay bribery money in order to get business deals done. And that many businesses, uh, they, they take that into account. They put it in their budget, basically, when they're preparing to buy another company or start another company. That that's just normal. And so over in Ukraine, uh, for them to consider hiring Hunter Biden on the board in order to make their problems go away, which was the prosecutor Shokin, uh, who was investigating Burisma for, for corruption and, and legal problems, this was definitely illegal for a vice president of the United States and their family members. Now you know why we're in Ukraine. Now, now you understand everything. And now you know why the Bidens and the Biden crime family had to do everything in their power to make sure Trump never comes back to power because he would expose all of this. So we have a Benedict Arnold in the White House. He sold us out to China. He sold us out to Ukraine. He sold us out to Burisma. And Trump is the one that may go to jail? Are you serious? on the great WRKO, Jeff Cooner, Boston's Bulldozer, 617-266-6868 is the number. Arthur in the great state of New York. Thanks for holding, Arthur, and welcome. Hi, Jeff. My idea is what if we have passive strikes? Workers don't deliver goods. Because whenever you have an active demonstration, they can track your cell phones and pull a January 6th. But if they just don't go to work in the first place, like on July 4th, it's a much safer thing, and yet they'll get the idea. Uh, I think it's a very interesting idea. I think it's a very interesting suggestion. And not only that, I think you may see a trucker convoy. Uh, I, right. I got to tell you, Arthur, I'm, I, a lot of text messages pouring in from truckers saying, you know what, maybe it's time for us to do here in Washington what we did, you know, what the truckers did in Ottawa up in Canada. And if the truckers happen to go on strike, <laughs> uh, Arthur, the whole country shuts down. On strike, they can't, you know, they can't track the cell phone. You know, there's no law that says you have to go to work, so it's the safer approach, you know. And it might work in other areas, too, like... We don't comply with the World Health Organization taking over the medical system in the United States. Just people don't, people don't uh, comply. Arthur, 
what do you think happens next? And how do you see this playing out? I know everything is a bit cloudy now, uh, hazy. We're not certain how this is going to play out. Will they get him? Will they put him behind bars? Will he die behind bars? Or will the American people rise up? What, what do you think is going to happen? I think they will, but a lot falls on you. You have a lot of emotional content, you know, that if people start doing what I suggested and you seem to like my idea, maybe that'll, that'll work. In the meantime, though, we need somebody like DeSantis or Ted Cruz, a lawyer, you know, who, who can su- substitute if they get Trump so that you're basically getting the same program. So I hope, yeah. Go ahead. No, please finish. You hope? Yeah, so I, I mean, I hope Trump survives, but he's got to have a contingency plan to have a good lawyer like Ted Cruz or, or DeSantis. Oh, I agree with you. You know, as a vice president, and then say, look, you may, you got him, but you're going to still get the same product. I, you know, I love it. I love it. Uh, Arthur, thank you very much for that call. In other words, we need an insurance policy. It can't be, you know, you kill Trump and you think, you, you know, MAGA is over. No. Uh, we're too big, we're too strong, there's just too many of us. So they have to realize, you take out Trump, then another one will just take his place. And we'll just keep going and going and going until they lose. Roseanne in Wilmington. Thanks for holding, Roseanne, and welcome. Good morning, Jeff. And thank you for what you do. My pleasure, thank you. I have three quick points. The first one is that, that clip you played of Biden this morning. Regarding the uh, Burisma uh, prosecutor getting fired, I think that should be played every day. And in addition, that clip of Buffoon uh, Biden on the hot mic uh, from his basement talking about putting together the most comprehensive voter fraud organization in the history of the country, that should be played every day as well. We'll go some bumper music for that if you have to. Um, people aren't aware of that. And if they were, they'd forgotten. Um, my second point is, you know, we keep talking about defunding these alphabet agencies, but how are we going to do that unless we defund the government? And we support the government. Uh, they can't give away anything they don't confiscate from us working folks. So that's on us. We need to defund this communist revolution government. And my last point is, um, speaking of communist revolution. I'm old. I'm pushing 80. I have a bunch of friends that are pushing 80. And when we talk about this stuff, we, we have to joke about it. And we all say, well, cheer up. We'll all be dead soon. Well, our grandkids and our kids won't be. They're going to have to live with the results of this. And that's what horrifies me and keeps me awake nights. And that's it. That's all I have to say. Roseanne, before you go, by the way, three superb points. Uh, that's what kept me up last night. I mean, literally, I didn't sleep a wink. Not a second. Because I'm thinking of my ch- my country, my wife, my family, my children. Uh, I'm I'm th- I mean honestly the audience, my friends. I want to play this cut. This was Biden yesterday. He's asked by a New York Post reporter, Nancy Mace, many others who've now seen the smoking gun FBI bribery document, say, "Look, it's there. It's there in black and white. You sold out the country." You took $5 million from Burisma, $5 million for your son. I want to play Biden's response, and I want to get your take. Roll cut one, Alex. 
Very allegation. Congresswoman Nancy May says there's damning evidence in the FBI file that you sold out the country. Do you have a response to the congressional Republicans? Where's the money? I'm joking. Mr. President, where's the money? It's almost a tacit admission of guilt. And it's like a bank robber. You know, like, hey, we caught you robbing the bank. Yeah, but where's the money? <laughs> well, we know where the money is, Roseanne. It's in all those LLCs and shell companies and shell accounts that he and his family created. And in fact, the Burisma executive admits it. He goes, yeah, we created so many of these shell accounts, it'll take you 10 years to track down all the money. That's like a a verbatim quote he told the FBI informant. But my question to you is, this guy is laughing in our face, basically admitting, yeah, I took the money. What are you going to do about it? What say you? Well, he is perfectly comfortable laughing in our faces, just like uh, the deal leader did his whole eight years in this last few years uh, in his third term, because they own they own the Justice Department. They own the media. They own the deep state. Um, they feel very comfortable not obeying the laws and and doing all the horrible things that they're doing because there's no accountability. And that's why they're after Trump, because he will hold these Trump eggs accountable. And they're terrified. And they should be. Roseanne, thank you so much for that call. Where's the money? Where's the money? You greedy little pig, you. Paul in Chestnut Hill. Thanks for holding, Paul. And welcome. Hey, Jeff. How are you doing? Good. How are you, Paul? I'll try to be quick as I can, Jeff, but it's... Um, I think, Jeff, I actually want to throw another log in the fire, as you say. I think they want Trump to be the nominee. I'll tell you why. I think all the stuff that they're throwing at him, we know that's absurd, ridiculous, preposterous. Just like everything else. Okay, but at the end of the day, they turn around, they point. Well, see, that's why Trump lost his... His voters just started peeling away. They, they were just demoralized. They didn't want to. It was going to be more ski, you know, charges and, and uh, um, just accusations. And But what I think they're going to do, Jeff, I think they're going to steal the selection just like they did 2020. And it's already planned. But what they need, though, they need, they need a reason why Trump lost other than them stealing it. Oh, look, he was just beaten down by all those... Uh, those court cases and people just lost confidence paul i'm up against it but paul that is a really interesting theory in other words wound them wound them wound them and then say you see that's why he lost it was the indictments when in fact they know perfectly well they stole it It'll give them their perfect cover story, their perfect excuse. Ugh, what a way to end the show. Okay, to everybody, have a wonderful weekend. Please stay safe. Trust me, this story is going nowhere. We'll be right back Monday. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.